In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cat. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we are Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel Spooky Podcast. I can't do it, sorry guys. So, welcome guys to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be spookier, I mean sexier, to your dog. Than a pumpkin. Than a pumpkin. A ghost, a a ghoul. Ghostly child. a A haunted house. A witch and a wizard, yeah, and even a black cat, yeah, all of those things and um, more. And if you haven't guessed, it is the Halloween episode where we're going to be talking about all things Halloween and how it relates to your dog, your dog owning, your dog training, and your just general surviving this time of year. Because this time of year can be a difficult time of year for dogs and yeah. their owners. And actually, let's be honest, let's be frank here. It can really freak out our owners Mm -hmm. in terms of seeing their dog's behavior change. And at Mm -hmm. the same time, their dogs in turn are equally freaked out, right? Absolutely. And the reason why that is, is because often there are, there's a lot of novelty at this time of year. So all of a sudden there are these big pumpkins outside people's houses where, you know, that might light up. And at the end of the day, anything, it doesn't matter that that, that the idea behind that is that it's meant to be scary. It's actually just very novel. And for most dogs, they'll, they'll see that, you know, they'll see the, their usual garden that they pass on their walk and normally it's empty and now it's got some kind of novelty in it and, whether and it's sometimes a it can be or... those like crazy things that just inflatably like blow up and move in yeah. the wind or it could be something that makes a funny noise as yeah. you walk past the gate <laughs> yeah. or it could be something like I don't know what are the other things I've seen recently there are two pumpkins outside the barn here yeah. right now aren't they and in the training it arena it doesn't have to be massive for it to be novel and therefore oh, just very scary quick story to on your that. dog very fast story. I remember um, not that long ago, um, there was a, a little hole in the garden and I asked one of um, our, our gardeners and one of the team on site here, because we have a very big outside site, as you know, at Bowerland. I asked them if they could put like a tree stump in it, because if they put a tree stump in it, that was going to stop anything hurting itself, whether that be a dog or a person, another animal. I didn't want a dog putting their foot down it and going over. So anyway, we put the tree stump there and I remember one of the dogs at class that day went past this area where there'd been a bit of a, a hole and went past the tree stump and just went Whoa, like crazy about this tree stump and it yep. was just that very simple something had changed and yet what was there was still very normal it was a tree stump yep. it was just a tree stump that hadn't been there before and so was novel and was very unexpected and that i suppose is the power of novelty is it doesn't yeah. need to be something that would freak you or it me doesn't out right need to be crazy for it to be scary now um with that in mind guys i guess that leads to our kind of first tip that we've got for you for not just surviving but thriving at this time of year and that is be mindful 
be aware that, you know, these things are around and sure they might not seem that kind of crazy and different to us, but let's face it, sometimes dogs can get worried about a tree stump, a plastic bag that isn't normally there, and it's because of this concept of novelty. So I guess the first area of, of growth here and of development is actually saying, you know what, it all starts at the other end of the lead. And that's with you being aware that these things are around that your dog might react to. And I think having obviously uh, running the center here and having in-person clients here all the time, Tom, that makes a massive deal. If we have an owner who's vigilant, yeah. an owner who's aware, an owner who is the best owner for their dog that we have ever seen, mm -hmm. that for me makes me go, they've got this. Yeah. And actually when they've got this, their dog often has less and less episodes yeah. because the owner has it. So let's be really um, like blunt here. The more vigilant you are, the more aware you are and not in a vigilant like, oh my God, that's there. Oh my mm -hmm. God, that's there. More of a Okay, cool. We've got I'm this. I'm aware of it and Spotted. I'm going to do something Spotted. about it. Yeah, and, now, and, and you just feel like it's a calm awareness, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that leads on to, you know, what should we do about this novelty that, you know, for, depending on where you live, um, it could be everywhere. Um, and I'd say the first thing is, to, you know, let's be aware that we've got that pot of value that our dogs start every day with, that daily food allowance. And at times of year where there's a lot of novelty, I'd be thinking with my own dogs, you know what, sure I want to do, I don't know, some trick training or some obedience training, or I might have ideas about certain games that I want to play, but if the time of year is full of novelty, I need to say, you know what, actually the majority of that daily food allowance is going to go into making my dogs comfortable with this novelty that's happening. Now how might that look? Well let's be practical. You walk past a garden that's normally empty. Today it has a pumpkin in. You know what we're going to say to our dogs. Hey, I spot that too. Nice job. Here is some of your daily food allowance from my hand. And it really is that simple. And the thing is, this is something we should all be doing anyway. Halloween and probably the lead up to the Christmas period, yeah. this kind of highlights uh, an essential need for maybe being a little bit more aware because mm. whether that is Halloween, whether it's fireworks night, whether it's um, leading up yeah. to Christmas, carol singers and Christmas Day, you know what, well, all of these things fall into a very similar category and they are, this is novel, your dog wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Actually, let's be prepared rather than uh, prepare to fail. I mean, there's that great quote, isn't there, by Henry? Ford, uh, it is Henry Ford, I'm pretty sure it's Henry mm -hmm. Ford, and it is um, really all about preparation. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't prepare, basically, uh, you're going to be in, a, in the failure sort of bucket straight yeah. away. So actually, let's prepare in advance. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's kind of our first tip. Second tip that we oh, think fail about. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. That's the one. <laughs> um, second tip that we've got for you in relation to your dog and your do dog training and your game playing is, well, you know what, we've got games, for example, um, two feet up where our dogs are trained to, you know, they play the game of putting their front feet on an object or maybe putting their back feet on an object or maybe walking around an object. There's There are many games. And the cool thing that you can do is you can use some of the new novelty in the environment if your dog's comfortable with it as a way and actively encourage them to interact with that novelty. So for example, can you put your two feet up on a pumpkin? Oh my word, you can. That's amazing. It's Halloween. Oh my God. It needs to be a confident. challenge. It needs to be a challenge. The doggy pumpkin challenge. Two feet, yeah. two feet on. Two feet on. 
on. So I guess that's the first one. And then the, the second thing that we could think about is often people might be wearing, and obviously Halloween this year is going to be a little bit different to normal, um, as is everything in the world right now. But there'll be people wearing weird things. Um, and so one thing to be kind of mindful of and aware of is, first of all, not taking that for granted that your dog's going to be fine for that. And secondly, actually seeing it as a new way of growing optimism. And seeing it as a new opportunity, because I think so many people miss the opportunity in whatever's going on yeah. and they get like fretty and worried and anxious yeah. and oh we need to worry about this actually most of the time there's a lot that we can be um, excited about a new opportunity to work with a good example of that is I, I, was, I live in a really rural place we don't I mean to be honest where we live not all that many Halloween activities go on do they it's really like, it's not Eliza um, who is my eight year old daughter she's like desperate to mm. go out and trick or treat and I'm like well Eliza there's not really anywhere to go yeah. like it's we'd have it's to not, drive somewhere yeah. Have to drive somewhere, and I don't know where we would drive to. I don't think people are all that engaged with it where we live. But um, the the funny thing is, is that you know, like for example, where I live, very very rural, and we don't you you rarely see somebody walk past the front of the house. It's it's a rare occasion, you know, anything else. And then once a year, and I still don't fully understand why this happens, but it's happened a good few years in a row now. So I'm guessing it's like a yearly event. Once a year, there is a Santa in his sleigh with bells on and it's like a mo it's like a motor sleigh it's not it, this isn't pulled by reindeers it, it, it's actually like a, a car but only in it camden and, and it's got this blaringly loud like tinny music and he drives past my house now the thing is that yeah it, it that could be seen as something that is far from ideal and it's a crazy amount of novelty but actually thinking you know what this is an opportunity because you don't know what's around the corner I don't know if I've told you this story before um, to the podcast listeners but um, I went to a a country show a couple of years ago with my dogs and I thought uh, you know what I'm I'm prepared for anything my dogs have they're they're pretty bomb proof they're bomb proof they're used to livestock they're used to other dogs they're used to people Um, and I, I, I heard these dogs barking around a corner and I thought oh gosh you know there's there's you know, maybe there's a dog loose or something and um, but no I go around the corner and there are two massive camels now I don't know how much you know about Devon where we and live, I don't know how much you know about country fairs there, however there are not often camels there and I was not prepared for that but because I I'd inspired optimism in my dogs I think my dogs are actually more cool with that event than I was because I'm like why are these camels there and they're like oh bit of novelty it's got two humps it's basically a cow it's fine <laughs> And they were totally fine with it. So see these as opportunities. Sometimes it's an opportunity to grow it further. Sometimes actually your dog doesn't respond well. And you're like, you know what? This is information that I need to t- I need to grow optimism more. And sometimes you need to just go home and make yourself a cup of tea mm-hmm. and rethink it. Like don't overthink it. Don't panic. And if something doesn't maybe go to plan with Halloween mm-hmm. or uh, any festive period that might be coming up in the future for you. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it's just one of those ones to take on his information yeah, and not overly um, panic about. No. And then I guess the next thing that we would advise kind of in the lead up to Halloween is that don't put yourself in situations where you think that it might not go so well. So if you if you currently find yourself in a routine where you are walking your dog of an evening 
Knowing that Halloween is approaching and that the evenings might be especially spooky um, in the lead up to it and during during Halloween, actually, why don't we ditch the routine in the lead up to it so that our dogs aren't anticipating a walk at that time? That then facilitates us being better owners. And I know that we always talk about ditch the routine and how it's beneficial because it lowers their arousal level because they're not anticipating and whatever whatever else geeky stuff we can talk about there. But the reality is, is it also facilitates you being the very best owner for your dog. Because if there is no set routine, that means you can make decisions in the moment based on how your dog's looking, what the outside is looking like. You know, if I if I'd got into a routine of walking my dogs at a certain time of day and then once a year there's Santa's sleigh outside with his tinny tinny speakers playing, that I I've I've kind of created that problem for myself. What a lot of people will do is they take to social media and say you won't believe it. Every year this happens and it freaks my it's freaked my dog out this year. Yes, every year that happens so we can do something about it. Let's ditch that routine. So another area that I think is fairly common in the dog training world is that actually there might be a Halloween class. So a yes. special class for Halloween. Woo! Let's celebrate. Now, whilst I appreciate and, and, and whilst I run a, a very big dog training center and we will have a special class. Yeah. At the same time, not every dog is suitable to be in that special class. And what we might say to certain owners is this week, we're going to either let you work one of um, the team's dogs or we might say come without a dog and lots that you can learn and your dog might not be right for this class right now. And as much as that might sound difficult to hear, I think what we need to do is make the right decision by our dog. And for a lot of dogs, a super fun Halloween games class might be right. Mm -hmm. And equally for a few dogs, it might not be right. And I think it's okay to sit in either category, right, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. And so what we've got to be aware of is that there's an element of what we can do to prepare, what we can do to grow our dogs. And effectively, all Halloween is just novelty. You know, think about the cows with the two humps. Um, And then, you know, in the moment, let's make great choices for our dogs. We'll often say this, and it it might be a a topic for the future where we can dive into this in more detail, but we we, we do say no in dog training but what we don't do is we don't say no to our dogs we say no to putting our dogs in certain situations no this is not the right scenario for him no my dog would not enjoy that experience that very saying only the other day i was um, explaining this to tom i was walking along the beach i had five of my uh, border collies i was out with them the border collies on the beach it was really really super fun Mm. lovely lovely day big german shepherd lunging barking uh, at the end of his lead man shouted out hello hello can i can i and he was waving and he was excited and he was trying desperately to get my attention. He left big lunging German Shepherd with his partner, ran at me with my border collies and there was nobody on the beach. It was right at the end of the beach and he said, your dogs look so enthusiastic. They look so fit. They look so athletic. Would it be possible for my German Shepherd to have a really nice run around with them? And in that moment, I was like, I'm so pleased I have this line because the mild panic went to sort of go through. I really want to appease him and I really want to do the right thing by him. And and he does mean well and he's a nice man and he has Mm. asked permission. And yet I'm looking at his lunging German Shepherd feeling that that is not going to be a good experience for my dogs. And so I say, because the line is at the tip of my tongue, I'm really sorry. And I don't think that my dogs are going to enjoy that experience. I'm really sorry. Mm. And I carry on walking while sticking my chest out, feeling a little <laughs> bit Lara Croft. Um, whereas in the moment, I may have crumbled because yeah, it was a difficult moment. I, and I wanted to appease and I mm. wanted to say 
oh, go on then. But at the yeah. same time, I knew my dogs wouldn't enjoy it. And I also knew it wouldn't be good for any yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's great when you've got those lines Absolutely. ready for scenarios, just like Halloween or the big lunging dog on the beach that actually isn't going to be a great experience for your dog. Yeah, absolutely. And so, guys, I guess what we're saying is that this is totally in your control. You can actually get some positives out of Halloween. It's not going to be like a big disaster. And and I guess the, the, the final thing to say is to just recap on something that we said earlier, and that is that sometimes in dog owning, things do not go well. Sometimes they do not respond well. And what we've got to do is we've got to take that as information. And we've not got to take that as a predictor of the future. We've got to take it as information right now. You know what? Maybe I need to grow more optimism. Maybe I need to grow more focus, more disengagement. This is not going to be my story from now on. Um, and we all find ourselves doing it. You know, that time when our dog, um, our young dog might bark at another dog for the first time. And we have, we, we have that like few seconds of falling into, oh my gosh, he's, she's going to be reactive. It's, you know, she's, she's dog, dog reactive she's dog dog aggressive and then you've got to kind of catch yourself and be like hold on a second no what actually happened here is she barked at another dog nothing else happened and let's not overthink things let's not over dramatize mm. things let's not make things bigger than they are yeah. let's not turn it into their whole life history let's not turn it into who that dog's going to be from now and forevermore. Yeah. let's actually just say Okay, that happened. Yeah. Let's put that to bed. Information. Is it the way I want to grow them? No. Which way do I want to grow them? Perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm going to carry on and do then. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, the top tips are be mindful of novelty, be aware of novelty. Secondly, keep that daily food allowance to one side and make sure that you're pairing when novelty happens, whether it's some cackling outside the door, maybe Lauren's visiting. <gasps> so rude. <laughs> um, whether it's someone knock, knock, knocking on the door and doing trick or treating, whatever it might be. Um, you know, let's pair it with novelty. Thirdly, let's get our dogs, you know, if our dogs are confident with that, let's get them interacting with this novelty and exploring this novelty, maybe two feet up on a pumpkin as an example. Fourth up, you know what? Sometimes it's really good to say no in dog training, but it's not at your dog, it's at the experience. And that might even be down to this year saying, you know what, my dog's not ready for repeated um, knocks at the door. They're just going to bark. What I'm going to do instead is get a big kind of bowl of candy and I'm going to pop it on the doorstep and there's going to be a sign saying help yourselves and that is going to be the experience that I provide this year because that is where my dog is at and that is what my dog needs. So with that, guys, that was the Halloween, especially spooky episode do, 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 of, do, 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 do. <laughs> of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. We'll see you next week in um, in the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Happy Halloween. Enjoy Halloween for everything that it is. Enjoy, enjoy saying no and being the best dog owner that your dog could ever wish for. And remember, stay sexy. Before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video program, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy. 